Welcome to Rage You Nerds. I am Mr. Cack. I am joined by TJ, and we will eventually be joined by Jared. What's up on the list? Well, we there's didn't really we didn't there's, make a script this week. Kate. Yeah, there's Just, uh... there's shorts. There's cage tourney. There's trailer reactions. There's nerd news, and let's that's get, it. Let's get cage tourney out of the way. Cage tourney. Uh, uh, what I was gonna say was, in the interest of fairness, I always pipe up first and say, "I do this," but why don't we let TJ pick this week? I don't and think he, so. Nah, and, I don't and, <laughs> and we're not gonna do that. So not cage tournament. Okay, so let's let's do this. Let's get our rage on. Rage in a Nicholas Cage. Woo 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 woo! Despite all my rage, I'm still mm. just Nicholas Cage <laughs> in a cage. Which uh, I do have. So. Uh, after after this, there. <laughs> Despite all my rage, I'm still just Nicholas Cage. Yeah, yeah. So I I do have uh, some Nicholas Cage news I want to talk about after we finish our final four round. Um, but I'll oh, save boy. that here in a second. It's gonna be a tough round tonight. Tough two. Okay, rounds. so oh, yeah. listen, listen. Here's That's what nice. I did, boys. Here's what I did. I take I've taken the public feedback and I didn't include it in this week. So this is going to be what? us deciding. Okay. Why? Do we to get hell to hear with the, the public feedback? <laughs> no, there there isn't any. I didn't do it. Oh, I didn't you listen. just said hell with it. You guys yeah. can't vote. Yeah. No, I said I said listen. We complained last week about all these tiebreakers. We need to figure out a way to eliminate tiebreakers. Bob Dole got rid of tiebreakers. <laughs> Bob Dole didn't last to people. People don't got a voice when Bob Dole's around. All right, let's do this. Uh, so I don't honestly know. I don't know if you boys have sat down and see what the final two pairings are, but I really don't know which one is like the most, this, the, the least, like, the yeah. least weird one to go with first. But I do Let's, know that that based on previous things, we should probably save our number one versus like number whatever for last. Uh, so was, we'll do. We'll do yeah. we'll we'll do this one. So this right. one is just so much insanity. You've got Milton from Drive Angry versus the governor of Pennsylvania, Rick Santoro. <laughs> I thought it was Florida. <laughs> I feel like we should address that just for a quick little, I don't care if it's a video that I do by myself to put up because I feel like a real moron. Uh especially knowing all the not knowing all, I don't physically know them, I don't personally know them, but like knowing all the political figures that I do to get that one wrong, I just I I I, I woke up and saw that the that morning I went, I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. <laughs> don't beat if yourself you know, up. We're all dumb. If, if you don't know what we're talking about, I just want to let you know Rick Santorum is not the governor of Florida. So, but he is in Snake Eyes. I was, to say, I was about to say, um, like, the governor of Florida, that's Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis. isn't it? Yeah. And I knew that the entire time, but for some reason I kept going, yeah, it's Rick Santorum. Let him look like an idiot. That's okay. I kept thinking, I kept thinking, when did Ron DeSantis get beat out by Rick Santorum? Because I had no idea. Listen. Why, would that guy, why would that senator from Pennsylvania go down there to challenge the Florida governor? Oh, it's okay, Jared. Politics, man. Politics. There's no rhyme or reason to it. It's all the same swamp. It's all the same. <laughs> but you know what? Had we gotten it right, still good gag. Still gag. Yeah, yeah. I was committed to it. I was never going to give it up. But yeah, so we've got we've got Ricky from Snake Eyes and Milton oh from Drive Angry. So essentially, you have uh, Supernatural Widow's Peak um, with longer hair 
Nick Cage versus more realistic yet albeit very out there Nicolas Cage with also a high widow peak but shorter hair. All right, so um let's do this in reverse order. Normally I'm the one that likes to pipe up first, but I get kind of long-winded on these mm-hmm. and I really haven't thought about this too much. So I'm going to challenge instead of TJ, I'm going to throw it back to Cack. Cack, you go first. All right, well I've made it very clear that my my opinions on Nicolas Cage are not Let's say traditional. Maybe if you're actually a Nicolas Cage yourself, it is very traditional. And by that I mean I go with just whatever like wind or breeze is blowing my way based on appearances. So let me again pull this back up. Look at those two images and you just venture a guess which Nicolas Cage I'm about to pick. I just wanted to sink in just a little bit. Which one? I So I can't explain it. And there's no reason why I haven't, but every time I see that image of Milton from Drive Angry or any time that Jared talks about the premise of Drive Angry, all I think about is, damn, I kind of want to watch that movie. I still don't know why to this day, after like three weeks of this, I haven't just watched the movie, but I don't get that same feeling from Snake Eyes. I really don't, you know? I, I There's just something about that Milton character that just draws me to it. Maybe it's his eyes. Maybe it's the fact that he's missing an eye. Maybe it's the fact that Jared keeps alluding to all the supernatural elements of this. And gosh dang it, I think I love me some Nicolas Cage with supernatural elements. I don't, I don't have a rhyme or reason, but I'm going, you know, I'm just, you know, screw it. I'm going Milton. Whoa. All right. <laughs> wow. Did not okay. expect that. I totally expected it, honestly. <laughs> Jared, you're going to end up being the tiebreaker on this one. Oh, boy. Because I'm going with the governor of Florida, Rick Santor. <laughs> I don't know, man. I watched the movie, and just everything about that character just screams like Nicolas Cage. Just the craziness and the out there. Just, you know, him, you know, even still being like a dirty cop that takes, takes bribes, but... Yet his just everything that he does, just the way like, you know, the way he, he goes and talks to like the boxing champ and, you know, the way he goes and does all this. Yeah, you know, it's, it starts off as funny and, you know, it's, you know, he's flirting with the, the ring girls like, look, number seven, you know, <laughs> just, you know. <laughs> Oh, hey, Chris, real quick, though. Have you seen, have you seen Snake Eyes? Uh, pieces. I haven't seen it all. Okay, all right. So, you know, everything like that's just yeah, that's that's Nicolas Cage and I like that character. And so I'm going with Rick Santorum. Plus, you know, like it's been a while. It's been a long while since I've seen Drive Angry, but I watched the trailer for it and I was just sitting there thinking it's like they tried to make a third Ghost Rider movie but <laughs> couldn't get the rights to it. It's really not. Uh, it's really uh, not though. DJ, can you say uh, lucky number 7 again? <laughs> Uh, how did I say it before? Lucky number seven. <laughs> oh, no, you you said it oh, very Nick Cage like, and I, yeah, no, it was there was a maybe. I can't yeah. put people on the spot like that. You can't. Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to recreate the magic. Well, I understand. Gosh, kind of a lot's <laughs> happened since then. <laughs> oh, save it, boys. We got a, we got malice. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got malice oh, yeah. in the palace coming up. Save it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Jared. <laughs> oh boy. This is tough because I get everything that either one of you are saying, and I agree with both of you. So now it's even more of a challenge because, first of all, Snake Eyes, 
Um, now, Snake Eyes is a great movie, but again, we're not talking about movies. Uh, by the way, if you haven't yet and you're watching on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, smash that dinghy for all of our Nicolas Cage and otherwise informational content. We love you. Smash that dinghy. Sound effect I'd add later. Um, <laughs> so, Snake Eyes is a good movie. It's 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 a dang good movie, and I think a lot of that has to do with casting too, because <clears throat> casting really kind of sets the tone for me. Which, on the other side of the thing, uh, Drive Angry. I didn't think the casting was great, but I thought it was the better movie. Now, again, we're talking about Nicolas Cage and who portrays Nicolas Cage better. The graphic, as Cat pointed out, there is no question in that. If you're because <laughs> he is that way throughout the entire movie, but he has those moments of realness where he gets serious, but he's still very <gasps> Nicolas Cage. Um, <laughs> you know, so uh <laughs> but um I will still advocate, and I don't know why I was such a ha- I think it was Amber Heard why I was such a hater of this movie for such a long time. I was like, I ain't watching that. And I did. And it turned out to be fantastic snake eyes. I had watched when it came out roughly around the time it came out. Um, but don't didn't remember a whole lot of it. So I had to watch it again for this one. And, um, like I said, turned out to be a pretty good movie, but if we are talking about Nicholas cage, doing Nicholas cage things and Nicholas cage world, uh, minus Bob Dole, then, uh, you know what? There's only one fair way to do this. He's flipping a coin. Yep, that's the only fair way. That's the only fair way. As um, uh, as our good friend, Mr. Um, uh, Harvey Dent would say, <clears throat> this is fair. All right, so heads will be for Milton. Tails will be for Ricky. Mr. Cat, call it in the air. One, two, three. <laughs> that was a horrible flip, but I was trying to watch the camera and watch myself. Well, Mr. also, Cat, you... Well, you assigned it already, remember? Yeah, I already <laughs> Oh, no! I dropped the coin! What did it land on? Where's that? <laughs> this was a horrible idea, and I'd like to go ahead. <laughs> so I'm just gonna... I can't find it. So, I, I can't find the coin I just flipped to decide this match, so I'm gonna have to do the old any meeny miny mo method. No, just kidding. Um, I, I gotta say Ricky. I gotta say Ricky. Oh, I, gotta, I, I know. I know. That was hard. That was hard. When I find the coin, we'll see what it landed on. See if I was wrong. <laughs> and so, oh, Ricky, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blew Milton's mind. Hey, Ricky. Uh, so Ricky, Ricky Santoro will be going on to the finals. Wait, wait. I see it. What did I, who did I say tails was? Ricky. Ricky. All right. Well, all right. I was right. <laughs> all right. Well, fortune favors the bold. Uh, so Ricky, Ricky's on. Uh, Milton on. from Drive Angry. Goodbye. You've been deleted. <laughs> deleted. All no, right. Goodbye. Now this one, I forget what his actual starting rank was, but it had to be low. Um, and the other one, it was our number one ranked Nicolas Cage character. So in this final battle of the final four, we've got Benjamin Gates versus the Please, Edward Malice. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh, oh boy. We have the bees versus what's still the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> uh, it's can, can they both win? It's essentially two very crazy versions of Nicolas Cage. But at a different at a different level. It is. It's it's like you have like the 
outwardly insane Nicolas Cage <laughs> versus like this sociopathic, like I just want to do whatever I want to do. You know, it's like, no, I know no, history. No, no. I know history. I'm going to go break into the White House and I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence and I'm going to go to England and do this and I'm going to do that. <laughs> it's like, so, and by the way, the reason this got rated number one, like I'd, I'd like to go ahead and tell everybody again how I had done the rating system on this. <clears throat> for the top eight film, or for the top eight characters, I took his top eight grossing films minus the one where he's in with Meg Ryan and he's the postal guy. And um, it didn't have anything to do with nerdyism and nobody talks about it because it was a love story. And that's kind of crap is boring. So um, this would be, oh golly, Edward Malice is... Surely not, as I pull up the bracket here. Anyways, I took the top eight grossing movies. Since there are two national treasures, they get two spots, and they blew everybody else out of the water, probably because it had the backing of Disney and a bunch of other things that the rest of the movies didn't have, and they were a little bit older. So, uh, no, let's see. So that's 1, 16, 2, 15, 3, 14, 5, 13, 14, 13 right? Yeah, so uh, Edward Malice was the number 13 seed, I believe. I had them all wrote down. So that's pretty good if a 13 making it all the way to the final four to go up against the number one powerhouse that is benjamin freaking gates um so uh tj let you go first this time mm. every bit every fiber of my being <laughs> wants to choose malice yeah <laughs> but <laughs> at the same time like i am well more you know just familiar with uh, national treasure movies and nicholas cage's character in them and it, it is very much this it's a different it's a it's a different character than i mean it's 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 more of a normal character you know he's a historian you know he, he somehow manages to hire a bunch of people to break in to do this and then goes and does it himself kind of thing it's there's nothing really outstanding about his character in that movie, but it, it is just, it is more believable as that, you know, could be actually Nicolas Cage. So that's, I, it's, it's so tough. Like I, I want to go with this absolutely crazy, you know, guy who's angry at toast and, and screaming the bees are in his eyes, but Oh, Jared, you're going to have to flip a coin for me. I'm going to flip a coin for you. Yeah. Thank God I recovered my coin that was down below beneath my feet. Okay, now my don't watch yourself trying to flip a coin. No, Just all right. So heads will, will be heads will be Benjamin Gates. Okay, tails will be Malice. Will be Malice. Here we go. It's tails, Malice. Woo! Benjamin Gates. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I was going to do the opposite of what the coin was doing. I'm okay. choosing Gates. All right, that's fair. That's a fair one. Wait, so I don't would trust the flip. T T TJ TJ's going TJ's going Ben Gates. I'm pulling okay. a Nicolas Cage ma maneuver here <laughs> and choosing what the coin doesn't say. <laughs> <laughs> put down um, the bunny. Put down the put the bunny in the box. <laughs> it puts the bunny on its skin. <laughs> I was gonna get the hose again. <laughs> All right, All right, Mr. Cack, or do you want me to go? I don't care. Uh, uh, yeah, you go ahead and go. All right, so I have a feeling I kind of know the way Cack is going to go just because of two words. <laughs> <laughs> but so here, here's here's what I will say. Here's what I will say. Um, 
Nicholas Cage in uh, the in in the Wicker Man, Malice, had he had quirky tendencies, but the movie wasn't quirky. You, I really feel like until the end, being the last ten minutes where sheer insanity broke out, was um, a pretty decent movie. <clears throat> pretty kind of decent storyline. You really kind of was wondering what's going on, and you still had some Nicolas Cage quirkiness. Where I am with National Treasure is you you have Nicolas Cage as kind of a history nerd, history, history nerd, a history nerd who's trying to protect his family's honor and trying to find the treasure. And, you know, well, in the second one, he's trying to protect his family's honor. In the first one, he's just trying to find the treasure because all these things are like, spoiler alert if you hadn't seen it. Um, <laughs> so, uh, but like, I feel like you have more Nicolas Cage doing the Nicolas Cage things we like in National Treasure because his interaction with Riley, his um, cohort, um, even his interaction with the bad guys and his dad, uh, it's just, it's, it's, it's totally Nicolas Cage. <clears throat> It's just a calmed down version of Nicolas Cage with random outbursts. One of my one of my favorite scenes in the entire thing, <laughs> National Treasure Two, when uh, they're in the they're in Buckingham Palace, and Riley's in his ear, and he runs into I can't think of her character's name, but as uh, uh, a German girl who is his ex wife, they run into each other, and she's like, "What are you doing here?" or "What are you doing here?" Anyway, uh, <clears throat> he's like, "You're creating a scene." And then Riley's like, no, we want to create a scene. And that was just kind of like, the sky's the limit, bro. Do what you're going to do. And like everything that when he slides down the, dismount the banister, hello. You know, just <laughs> every bit of it to me. So as a number one, you really, I, I'm a big underdog guy. I like the underdog going down. But I was, I was hoping it wouldn't get this far. I was hoping we'd find a way, and we didn't. But now next week's going to be tough if this stands because – I'm a real. I'm gonna be a real bad wild card, but I think there's no question here in this particular matchup. As far as characters concerned, those two little words didn't hold up to the four hours that was National Treasure and the absolute brilliance of Nicolas Cage. So Benjamin Gates gets this one for me. So at this point, it's been decided. But allow me to say something, Mr. Listen, Kack, What would you like to say? This is a, this is a conversation, a discussion between David versus Goliath. One had the backing of the House of Mouse. One had box office success. One had a better director, better screenwrite, better everything, better ensemble of additional cast members. The other one, what it have? It had a cinema score from its audience as an F. One of the only two movies to do that in 2006. It also had 80% of the original dialogue. Granted, Nicolas Cage said it in a different context, or it was used in a different context between the original Wicker Man and that thing. This movie was nominated for Worst Picture, and it lost. Worst actor, and it lost. Worst screenplay, and it lost. Worst remake or ripoff, it lost. Little Man by the Wayans Brothers came out the same year and swept the worst. Um, worst on-screen couple, Cage and the Bear Suit was nominated. Cage and the Bear Suit did not win. <laughs> this film has gained cult status because it is unintentionally funny which makes it hilarious the fact that he is so pissed about toast and it looks like he's about to smack that little girl 
and I think he might. Also, the bees. For the love of the gods, have you not thought about the bees? They're killing him. He's on fire. No, the bees. Listen, boys. I'm super sad we don't get to have the malice in the palace to finish off this tournament, but I completely understand that this has been a godsend to get malice this far. And I have enjoyed every step along this roller coaster ride as a man who I only know for the last five minutes of that film and then a horrific cut of him being upset about burnt toast. This is the only thing I truly remember of this film. But gosh damn it, that's the beauty of Nicolas Cage is there is a there's a sheer brilliance and a sheer artistry in the amount of insanity that can be unpacked from him and the fact that he still denies to this day that this wasn't anything other than a straight-laced attempt at black comedy blows my mind he should just embrace this it was a bullshit movie <laughs> made by drugs fueled by drugs paid with drugs and then given drugs afterwards. It was a box office bomb. No one's ever going to write home about it. No one will ever rewatch it. I love it. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so. like, comment, and subscribe. If you like this video, tell us why Mr. Cack is right, even though he is also wrong. Smash that dinghy, which means hit the notifications bell. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and uh, that other one, Instagram, as well. And if you're listening to this on Apple podcast please go up to the very top i know you can't see me pointing up because you're listening to it in audio format but there's a subscribe button you can subscribe i don't think it costs you anything so just do it just Imagine do it what it looks like go there and press <laughs> that button do it if you can't do it for me do it for edward malice do it for the bees <laughs> Bees, bees, bees are an endangered resource in this world. <laughs> Edward Malice kept a collection of them on his face. <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry, the Wicker Man, you're gone. Yep, goodbye. All right, so then we we have our we have our final set. It uh, is boy, oh, this is gonna be tough. Benjamin Gates from the National Treasure versus Rick Santoro. From Snake Eyes and the lovely state of Florida where he governs. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm just still happy because at the end of it, at the end of the day, there is still that very bizarre, insane Nicolas Cage while also still a very subdued. But when you think about it, TJ brought this point up, kind of a sociopath of Nicolas Cage. Like, I'm going to dig up George Washington. To find a map. And it's like, what? Why? Why are you doing that? <laughs> the treasure. What treasure, Ben? What treasure? I saw it on the rooster in the painting at the White House. What? What are you talking about? I'm a sexy horse. All right. Well, you know, okay, so there's one, there's one in part two real quick. I'll, I'll close on this. There's one scene in part two right that where just, you know, I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Okay, that was fine in part one. Ha, 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 ha. But then we get to part two and he's like, I'm going to kidnap him. I'm going to kidnap oh, yeah. the person. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. It gets better. And everybody was like, are you crazy? You could never. How would you ever think about doing something? Like I was thinking Mount Vernon. And they all went, oh, yeah, okay. All right. We can do this. Yeah. Yeah. Only Nicolas Cage could convince oh. his band of rabble rousers to kidnap the president of the United States. Only Nicolas Cage can steal the Declaration of Independence, <laughs> kidnap the president, and get off scot-free. Yeah. 
while invade and infiltrate Buckingham Palace, the White House, and um, um, yes, well, yeah, the national, I mean, the archives, yeah. yeah, they went to the archives too. Well, that's ben, where the president's secret book was. Anyway. Ben, you've you've uncovered all these treasures. What are you going to do next? I'm going to go up her skirt. Go up whose skirt? The Statue of Liberty. What? Why? Why? <laughs> She's actually a rocket ship. I'm going to the moon. <laughs> can I? Can I give a? Uh, I want to give a a uh, a Nicolas Cage movie um recommendation. Yeah. So I don't know if we watched the trailer for Color Out of Space. Did we watch that trailer? No. I don't think we have, but it's a very trippy trailer. I remember. I remember you saying something about it. I saw it on. Uh, it was AMC Plus on Amazon Prime, and I was like, it's Nicolas Cage month. I'm going to watch this movie. So I started watching it, and all I can say about his performance is imagine a teenage girl melded with Donald Trump. What? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my God. That is Nicolas Cage's performance. I recommend you go watch this movie. I TJ. Yes. I'm scared now also jared if you haven't seen willie's wonderland yet go watch that too seriously it is it is it is he does some of his best acting he doesn't say a word because he doesn't say a word (laughs) but it's yeah it's his best like he'll beat the shit out of this like mechanical like alligator and then he'll go wash his hands and then crack open crack open a beer juice. or something. Yeah. Is it a beer? Yeah, a I could I couldn't really tell. I couldn't really tell if he was like paid in like a six pack. Like like he just has a sixer sitting in the fridge and that's just how he's gonna go through the workday. Or if that was like some soda, like some maybe it was like some energy type soda. They never really explained it, but they fixated on it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I never understood why. Um, so before we get off Nicolas Cage, I mean, can you ever get off Nicolas Cage? Uh, that's another film for another day. Um, Nicolas Cage refuses to watch his whacked out meta movie, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. So someone has made a film documenting the, the career of Nicolas Cage. And the, the quote to start off this article is the sole reason why I wanted to talk about this. Talk about meta. Nicolas Cage talks about Nicolas Cage in a theater watching Nicolas Cage play Nicolas Cage. I'll never write a better sentence. <laughs> <laughs> have, have, you, have y'all watched, I guess, what is it? The, uh, the history of the F word or something. Yeah. The well, history, history of, of words. Foul language. Yeah. Yeah. I made yeah. it through about three episodes. <laughs> I made it through the very first scene where Nicholas Cage just stands up and is like, <gasps> and then after that, I turned it off. I said, I don't need to see anything else. This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, so apparently from this, uh, Nicholas, uh, so unfulfilled creatively and facing financial ruin is, is like this thing. We see Nicholas Cage play Nicholas Cage unfulfilled creatively and facing financial ruin. He accepts $1 million offer to attend the birthday of a dangerous super fan. Uh, things get cagey when Nicholas or when Cage is recruited by CA operative, must channel his most iconic and beloved on-screen character in order to save himself and his loved ones. Nicholas Cage has to go full Nicholas Cage. This is the dumbest sounding thing ever, and I want to watch it. So bad. Okay, so we're going to have to. We're all going to have to get together, watch yeah. it, and and review it and like do like a so i i thought this was like a documentary about him no nicholas cage actually signed on board to play a fictionalized version of nicholas cage playing nicholas cage characters 
in a movie. <laughs> this may be the greatest thing in the history of great things. Oh my gosh, this I'm is so... when we talked about how we wanted a Nicolas Cage multiverse. This is essentially this it. Is it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's the name of one it multiverse all wrapped up in one movie? It's called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Oh, is, did it has it not come out yet? Has it already I, come out? I, I don't think it's come out yet. Mm. Let's see. Let's see if they okay. got it. Okay. Yeah. It hasn't come out yet. It's supposed to be next year. Oh, oh yeah. April this, 22nd, 2022. This is a we're going to have to go see this in theater kind of thing. Uh, I'm in. I'm in. All right. Does that wrap on Nicolas Cage? That's that's a wrap on Nicolas <clears throat> Cage. But again, are we ever wrapped from Nicolas no. Cage? 